Welcome to SCI Care What Really Matters podcast. I am Dr. Jennifer Coker, and I will be your host for this special series we are calling ISCOS 2022 Vancouver Conversations. In this episode, ISCOS Education Chair discusses the importance of face-to-face conferences such as ISCOS 2022 and the benefits of virtual platforms and how to make the most of both to assure accessibility in education and sharing ideas. Stephen also touches on further regional projects he is working on for ISCOS. Let's have a listen. Yeah, well, what I feel about, you know, the last number of years, there has been conferences, virtual, I've been to a lot of virtual meetings. Great, and they do make it accessible for people to join. Being back at this meeting now after a three-year absence, it even after one day, it makes me realise the value of just meeting people over a cup of coffee and these ideas that come out, that physical connection that actually stimulates ideas and uh, that's what I've been finding about this meeting, the face-to-face meeting and and I guess that's always been there but it's maybe when you haven't been at an event that's actually in person, mm. you sometimes forget that and I think over the years when I'm thinking that actually a lot of really good ideas and projects have stemmed from meetings, you know, maybe on the sidelines, on the fringes, over a cup of coffee. And so, yeah, so that's what I find about the ESCOS meetings, that they're very valuable like that. I absolutely agree with you. There's nothing like that tap on the elbow when you're out having your coffees. I think with the disruption of COVID, it really opened up accessibility more than ever in terms of education by being able to join wherever you are. We lost the connection, but we accelerated accessibility in education. No, absolutely. No, I totally agree. And, and like over the years, I've worked, what, I suppose 25 years in emerging countries and low and mid-income countries. And over the last couple of years, the level of engagement with these countries has really increased. Mm-hmm. Where you used to ha- go there in person, you know, get on a plane and travel, but actually the whole virtual or connecting by Zoom really wasn't that popular. It's maybe because people didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Where now I've been in, involved in projects where you have engagement from countries all over the world and that just really didn't happen that much at all you know so I think the COVID thing has really accelerated all of that and made it's made people realize what can actually be done virtually and of course the face the face connection is brilliant and it's important but actually it can make a lot of things possible because uh, in sense of conferences but I'm also involved in various projects so you can get actually so many more people mm-hmm. involved in these projects where they don't have to travel and maybe it's expensive and, and even developing projects conceptualizing projects and ideas you can get people inputs from maybe Latin America Africa Asia bringing people together like that so I think we've actually learned a lot from it and I think what what is possible through through your computer where, yeah. wherever you are you know even in the last 24 hours I've met people here and there's ideas around peer mentoring mm-hmm. and professionalization of peer support and 
people from different countries like Canada, Nepal, Sweden, but actually, you know, what we've been talking about here, it allows you to continue that conversation, you know, when you're back in your country or wherever you are in the world, it allows you to bring an idea further, you know, rather than maybe waiting another year till you meet again, you know. Yeah, it's like nurturing a relationship, isn't yeah. it? It's, it's, yeah. You can nurture it more, yeah. you can, as you yeah. say, continue with it. Yeah. So you mentioned other projects. Do you want to elaborate on what projects you're working on? Yeah, well, like, we've, we, just the one I was talking about, even at last year's ISCOS, the virtual meeting, there were sessions, people talking who had the, the lived experience of spinal cord injury, living with a spinal cord injury, we had talked about the role of peer mentorship, peer training within rehabilitation programs. And like uh, I've worked, I suppose, nearly 30 years now in, in low and mid-income countries and I've always been very much aware about the importance of peer support. And like in some countries, there's very little else, you know, where, where there's not structured rehabilitation programs Thankfully, that's changing. So, what we've been able to speak to people here about how do we, how could we actually package that into a project to actually um, professionalize and standardize peer mentorship and peer support training programs that actually makes them part of the rehabilitation program, not maybe just like as an add-on, but something that actually could be could be part and parcel of the service that if someone has a spinal cord injury would also have access to this this particular type of service. So things like that we've had conversations about, yeah. Thank you for listening. We hope you are enjoying our Vancouver conversations. As always, we would love to hear from you. If you have any questions or suggestions, you can email them to admin at iscos.org.uk. And in more exciting news, we invite you to join us in person again in the beautiful city of Edinburgh, Scotland on the 8th through 11th, October 2023. We hope to see you there.